0: Welcome back. Now, the South African property market has continued to adjust to higher interest rates. While overall performance is down year on year, there has been a minor improvement on the previous quarter's numbers. Now, as South Africans struggle in the high interest rate environment, foreign appetite for the local residential properties nudged outputs, with the Western Cape seeing the most of that demand. Haley Ivans Downs, head of digital at Lightstone Property, Joins us now with more insights on this appetite. Haley. thanks so much for your time today. Now, before we get into the foreign um, appetite, um, Mm -hmm. I just want us to look at the sentiment around the property sector, particularly the residential property um, market, taking into account the kind of challenges consumers are facing right now.
1: Thank you. and thank you for this opportunity um it's been quite an interesting year we we came out of the back of 2022 with a really exciting property market um there was some uh, lots of activity happening in transactions and we went into this year with some interest rates increases that came in um, at the same time as as elements like increases in petrol and we've seen that the consumer has started to feel the pinch so just from a from a buying of property point of view we have seen a, a slowdown uh, the first three quarters of last year we saw 49,000 transactions and the the three quarters of this year we 20 29,000 so there is quite a drop in terms of the number of transactions happening, very much related to your interest rates. So that's kind of what we're seeing on the residential market at the moment.
0: Let's talk now about house prices in particular. A data from f today showed that house price growth slowed um, um, to 0.6% last month. Growth on that end has been on somewhat of a downward trajectory, Hayley. Is this just a result of the current economic conditions?
1: It's absolutely a result. So what we're seeing on our index is that it's kept pretty stable for the last three or four months, Mm. um, varying between your 3.6 to 3.8. And what's really interesting is that for us, it's actually higher than what we anticipated. So we thought the property index would be taking a lot more strain. Uh, but I think there are pockets in South Africa where you are still seeing quite a bit of transactions. If we, if we think of the Western Cape, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of movement in terms of properties selling in that environment, as well as Limpopo. Um, there's been a pickup in terms of the value of properties there. So it's been quite interesting, and I think that's helped keep the index up to the level that it is currently.
0: Now, our overall sentiment is quite mixed. There are some bright spots. We've been seeing foreign appetite for local residential property um, growing. What's the reason behind that?
1: So, foreign, foreign purchasing has, has always been there, right? It's really just to also just give a, a flavor of it for everybody. It's really small when we look at the number of transactions. Mm-hmm. It's really only 3%, which are foreign buyers coming in. Um, and what we're seeing, obviously, you know, when, you, when you're when you buying something from a dollars or a euro or a pound perspective, you're obviously getting a lot more in terms of your rand, right? So, I think value for money for a foreigner buying in South Africa – is really something that they consider and then look at. So this is where we've seen kind of the opportunity for foreigners uh, purchasing property.
0: Interestingly, we've seen Gauteng being preferred, a preferred choice um, for foreigners. But most upper value band purchases are taking place in the Western Cape, Hayley. Um, this, of course, as this immigration trend picks up. Talk us through the dynamics between what's playing out in Gauteng and in the Western Cape
1: okay so we've obviously seen then this links very much into your semigration conversation we've seen since COVID that you know everybody has an opportunity you don't necessarily have to go into an office to work anymore Um, a lot of companies realized that they could actually be remote um, and as a result it actually created opportunity for people to move and go and live where they wanted to live um with that we've obviously seen an uptick in the western cape Provincially, and we've seen Gauteng taking a bit of, of strain in terms of the property values. But in the Western Cape, what it's done is it's obviously created a level of demand for property, and that has increased the value of property in the Western Cape. So when foreigners obviously buy in the Western Cape, the value of, of your, your three-bedroom, two-bathroom is more than the, what you're getting in Gauteng. Um, so essentially, you're paying a lot more in the Western Cape for what you're getting in Gauteng. So that is kind of a comparison just to give a, a flavor of in terms of what's happening. And then obviously we we understand Western Cape, you know, Atlantic Seaboard. You see the big purchases happening in that environment, um, your 30, 40, 50 million properties that are being sold. Um, and that obviously just pulls that into that value band.
0: Before I let you go, Haley, I want to talk about that um, trend in greater detail and this immigration trend mm-hmm. and how everyone is mm-hmm. moving to um coastal uh, provinces, are these provinces, do the housing markets in those provinces keep up with the demand? Because surely there's an influx of people in that region.
1: Definitely. So, you know, Western Cape, what we're seeing, the kind of nodes where we're seeing people move is your your city of Cape Town, so your Cape Town, greater inner Cape Town, your Milnerton, Um, Third on the list was Mussel Bay, fourth was Somerset West, and fifth was George, just to give a flavor in terms of the Western Cape, if we, we understand where people are moving. And obviously with that comes the demand for infrastructure, comes the demand for housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're actually seeing, you know, heard stories of People being shown houses where it doesn't Even list because it gets sold Before it's even listed Um, The demand for properties is such So absolutely, I mean Down the the line it's creating some really Good economic hubs in all of those Cities where the more People that move into those cities You can imagine, Mm. the more kind of Jobs are created possibly with People moving their businesses Um, The fact that now businesses need to cater For a lot more people living in those environments Um, You know, companies like Take-A-Lot and all of those kind of companies need to now start providing warehousing where they maybe didn't have before. So, you know, it's really interesting that dynamic in terms of what it's actually doing for those economies. But obviously, to your point, it does rely on the fact that infrastructure needs Mm. to be there, needs to be supporting it.
0: It'll be interesting to see how that trend plays out as it will boost overall growth. Thanks so much for your time and your insights. That was Haley Ivans downs Head of Digital at Lightstone Property.